Help me out here. You ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. Let's cheers. Mine's bigger. Let's let, let everyone know. What is this? Dude, I was about to take a drink out of the mic. <laughs> oh. Okay. Welcome to the Help Me Out Here podcast. Who the heck are you? I'm Josh. <laughs> this is my freaking reject of a cousin, Josh Huey. We go way back. He's not a reject. He's a beautiful man. Um, we are we are currently in Josh's home. We got a cat running around in the background. Some sort of I think there's some there's some there's some flying diapers. We got some live got some live nuclear diapers here. That's bad. <laughs> we got some raunchy diapers. We got a beautiful pregnant woman here in the back seat, but uh, kind of behind the camera. Wonderfully barrel-chested man over here on the couch, stage left. Oh, and that's house right, stage left. Um, and my beautiful cousin Josh here. He's got his hair up. He's nervous. <laughs> Dude, this is great. We have an audience. We got a beautiful audience with us right now. Are we recording? Oh yeah, we are. And we got these super, absolutely goofy microphones. I I can't believe that companies keep sending me products. Like, are these like these are like sixty bucks for two, right? <laughs> yeah, sixty bucks for the two mics and the little like adapter that goes in the camera. It's pretty cool though because we can do this with like a really minimal setup. Are you a minimalist? No. <laughs> but honestly, you don't have like a lot of like extra stuff in here. It's very clean. It's very organized. Okay. Your wife is just saying that she's a minimalist. Okay. So. Okay. And Nate is doing the decorations. Do you contribute to this family in any way? <laughs> the lamps are Nate's. We got a large TV in here. We got a, a massive, we got a Blu-ray collection. We got some Lord of the Rings. Love that series. Is that the extended editions? Of course. Yes, of course. Okay. I need to watch those again. It's been a long time, but Let's do it tonight. Stay up all night. Yeah, we could stay up all night. So the reason I'm here in where what town are we in? What is this place? It's like Otelwa. Oodle <laughs> I think it's Oodle Boodlewa, Tennessee. It's, it's Oodlewa. Oodlewa? Yeah. For real? Oodle Boodlewa. Okay, it's Oodle Boodlewa. <laughs> We're somewhere in Tennessee by uh Chattanooga, I think it is, right? Yeah. Um, so Josh here is in a band. Um, just, let's just hear, just tell, tell us about your band a little bit. Let's hear what's going on with that. Get that microphone just right up in those lips. There it is. Yeah. So it's pretty new. It's, uh, got a hair. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to drink this, uh, adult orange juice. You got another hair? All right. We got straight hairs. <laughs> we got a few long haired men in here. We got hairs flying. Yeah. So... United Generation. It's like pretty new. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a so, music. Yeah, we play some music. Uh, yeah. And you guys are like, so I'm in town shooting a music video for your band. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the vibe of the music. The vibe of the music is like we got some we got some crowd talk in the back. I'm a little nervous right now. <laughs> it's mayonnaise and instrument is what I'm hearing and honestly yes it is. <laughs> I need to I want to change the course on that and say that it is an instrument. But um 
your band is sort of like uh, worship, like folk-ish, but it's still really dynamic, right? Yeah, <laughs> so like if Hillsong met Mumford and Sons. Oh, man. <laughs> Do you think they'll ever meet? No. Okay. No. But you guys are really good, and you've... Okay, you released one single on Spotify. When did you release it? Was it last week? It was February 1st. Okay. Is that last week? <laughs> I don't know what date it is. <laughs> I think it's like nine. To, it's February 9th. So you released that in February first, and <laughs> it's got like this adult orange juice is kind of getting to me. Okay, so there's some sort of other element within this juice. It is still Christian orange juice at some point, but there is a yeah. So you released this single, and it's doing well, right? Yeah. So it got picked up by uh, Spotify playlist curator, and it like. I think it got like 1,200 streams for the like first week. Yeah. And so it was on a, a weekly updated playlist. So, mm-hmm. you know, it had seven days of runtime. But um, for like a first release from practically like a no name, I feel like it did pretty well. Yeah. That's really impressive, actually. Because um, I'm in a band that's signed to a record label and we're still, we only have one song on a playlist on Spotify, like a major playlist. So, oof. I feel like that's. <laughs> Oof, baby. That's rough. <laughs> no, I mean, we get decent plays, but I feel like it's super impressive to have one single out and have it on a pretty awesome playlist. So, yeah. Congrats. Appreciate it. Thank you. It's crazy. So, I don't think I've said this yet, but I think we're cousins, right? Uh, I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. Like, how are we even related? We're, are we second cousins? I think we are. Yeah. Are we? Okay. Your wife knows and we don't know. We're, we're blood, but I feel like we have a lot in common. Some people have said that we have similar smiles. Um, beautiful. We have both have beautiful male bodies. <laughs> Clearly, very voluptuous. You see that in the mid region, we are just filled out. <laughs> we are so thick in that mid that mid region. Um, but thick boys. So we are thick boys <laughs> with thirteen Qs. <laughs> but um. So Josh and I, we, uh, we've both been imbo- involved in music for quite a long time. And at one point, you came to visit me in Norfolk, Nebraska, which is my hometown. I thought it was Norfolk. Okay, so here's the deal. When you live there, when you live there, you say Norfolk. That's like the club thing to say. Yeah. If you live anywhere within like a 10-mile radius outside, it's Norfolk. You, you can't say Norfolk unless you live within the city limits. So when you moved, you had to switch? I had to switch. Oh. Yeah, I don't technically live there anymore, so I have to say Norfolk. Unless well, I mean, I'm back techni- in town. You technically do, according to your driver's license. <laughs> okay, yeah. I do have an, I still have a Nebraska license and insurance because I like to pay a lot less money, so I just keep licensing my car there. No, that's that's staying in. This is an unedited podcast. Um, but that's actually a joke. That's parody, so now nobody can tell whether that's true or not. So no, God yeah, bless. Totally legit Nashville license. Anyway, back to legalism. <laughs> I so you came to visit. I don't remember how old we are, how old we were, but we made like a goofy acoustic video oh, yeah. of us playing mm-hmm. guitars together. <laughs> and then um, we had because it was like a was it family Christmas that you hung no, out? Dude, it was freaking summer. It was Dale's 80th. Oh, it was Grandpa's birthday. No, it was Bev's birthday. Bev's birthday. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys did single ladies. Yes, okay. So we had and a birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did do a Beyonce dance at that party, but we had a we had a family get together. Josh was there. I feel like that's when we first like connected. 
Because we like played that. We like wrote a little little love song together. Beautiful. I thought you were weird, but I got over it. You're real weird. <laughs> we were both so cringy. We were so cringy, dude. We played like a song that we wrote with like two chords in it. <laughs> we were so shreddy, dude. Oh, man. We were honestly better back then. Yeah. <laughs> dude, for real. We had more confidence. Now we suck at everything. No, you're doing pretty good. I still suck. You're doing pretty good. Um, But that was like the first time we, we connected. Was then I think like the yeah. first real connection, and I think music is what kind of brought us together. And I don't know if you remember, but we we had our little like party with the family, and sometime we recorded a song or a little album with Grandpa and some of our other cousins. And Grandpa called us the Puddle Jumpers. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he like printed out a CD with little artwork on it and said the Puddle Jumpers. I had my very first red electric guitar. It was, a J, so it was a J. It was a J. Terser. I hated you for that guitar, dude. I, I saved up like all of my paper route money to get that guitar. <laughs> so my first electric. And uh, do you even remember what you played? Do you oh know? yeah. What'd you play, baby? I played a little like C to A minor walk down, and you're like, dude, that's sick. Teach <laughs> me that. And I was like, bro, C chord, C slash B, mm. A minor, and you're like. Changed my life that day. Dude, I'm pretty sure I hear that, like, influencing everything you do. Pretty much. You pretty much changed all of my guitar playing for the better. <laughs> I taught you, taught you that Joe Bro riff. <laughs> yeah, you taught me a Jonas Brothers riff. It was mm-hmm. the... Bounce, 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 bounce. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? What song is that? S-O-S. Yes. The good old Joe Bros. Um... So that was like the first time we connected. That was great. And now it's cool because we're both like still pursuing music, which is cool because a lot of people give up on music. And um, I know grandpa, our grandpa. Well, he's my grandpa. Is he not your grandpa? (laughs) my uncle, man. I don't know very much about our family. (laughs) I just know we're all related somehow. (laughs) Yeah, there's so many of us in our family. Um, But I know he's grandpa Carter has always wanted us to like play music together. After that puddle jump experience. The so. jumping of the puddles. So, Grandpa, if you're watching, I love you. We love you. Um, we don't fully know how we're all related, but we're all, we're all family. We all love each other. Um, so, yeah, you're in your band. Today, we, uh, we shot the narrative stuff for your music video. So, we did this, like, little bit of a hiking narrative. I don't want to give too much away, but it was a beautiful video. We went on a hike. Did some cool footages, saw some people on the trail, and then tomorrow, we shoot the performance stuff with your band. How you feeling about that? I'm pretty nervous. Are you? <laughs> Why? Um, I don't like having to like, whoa, did you hear that? Is that your throat? Yes. Dude, your throat is singing. My goalie throat is singing. <laughs> No, but seriously, I'm. Um, I just get nervous when I like have to direct people, mm-hmm. and like you, I want you doing this. I want you wearing this. So I try to delegate as much as possible. <laughs> so <laughs> just shove it on someone else. Yeah, out of boy. It's not my job. So I like <laughs> delegated the fashion aspect to Melissa because mm-hmm. she's into fashion or whatever, and uh, I just honestly I would wear like a burlap sack. If- <laughs> If it was just left to me. So we went to H&M 
And I spent three hundred dollars. No, on clothes. That's a lot of clothes for H and M. Yeah, they're pretty affordable. Uh, no. Oh, I no. could. There is a video of him doing a runway no. walk. No. I could throw that in here. I don't know how much effort I'm going to put into this, but <laughs> if there's some effort, the video will probably be right now. <laughs> Dude, that's yeah. wild. Yeah. So apparently they wanted me to like. So was, yeah, we we got shoes, shirts, pants, a belt. And they almost wanted me to wear a scarf, but I drew the line there. Right. No scarves on this dude. Not you. No. Yeah, that's fine. I, I don't wear I don't really wear scarves either. I can't really afford them. But <laughs> even if I could, I'd actually I'd probably own one if I could afford one. They're, they look good. <laughs> you should have got that scarf. You went from like, oh, that's that's dumb. I wanted like, to support I you. I want a scarf. Yeah. Well, I I would look good, and I don't think you would. Uh, I have a really <laughs> long neck. I gotta cover my throat. Giraffe neck. So you have a very you have a very normal sized throat, and I have a lot of surface area here that needs to be covered. You don't, I'm actually like retracting my neck down into my kind of my collarbones right now. Shove your shoulders down. I want to see that neck. This thing can get up to three feet if I be, <laughs> if I really push. You put those rings on. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did some extensions back in high school. <laughs> I really wanted to stand out. I remember that. Stand up and stand out. Try neck rings today. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see those National Geographics where the women had like the 15 foot long yeah. necks? Yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah, those giraffe women. <laughs> it was wild. I've always wanted to be that. Um, and I still have time. So we were very young. You're, how, okay, you're 24? Yes. Gosh, when's your birthday? I mean, I already know. I just want you to confirm it. <laughs> November 4th, 1994. Okay. I'm December 19th. Oh my gosh, no! You guessed. I mean, yeah. You're, just... Dang it, you're a better relative than I am. It's 19th, he was right. That's a lucky guess, Dude, boy. Dude, I gotta admit, I heard. I overheard you tell Avi earlier. I was gonna you. disclaim it, but now nah, I can't. That was great. Okay, that was a wonderful use of resources. Yeah. Okay, so you're 24. You have two children that are kind of on earth right now and you have a third one that's still within the womb mm-hmm. right that's right let's let's hear about this well how's your fatherhood experience going i just i honestly i don't know how it keeps happening like <laughs> it's probably intercourse <laughs> <laughs> i think that might have something to do with it i don't know like we're running some tests and we're trying to figure this out no it's the intercourse that's happening <laughs> i think that's kind of the main reason that's kind of well we've not confirmed anything yet <laughs> but like we're I'm well, telling you I mean, we're we're looking into it. So, <laughs> hired a private investigator, <laughs> sir. Uh, yeah, I keep like popping out kids like every eighteen months. He's like, What's uh, dude, I think you're just having sex. <laughs> no, it probably has something to do with that's that. That's not it. <laughs> okay, yeah. So you have a beautiful, beautiful wife. She's behind the camera, Elise. Just, just so gorgeous, radiant, wonderful skin. Very, very clean, beautiful face. Yeah. Um, carrying your third child. Yeah. Pulling all of the effort. Yeah. In abs- this relationship. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but you have made two beautiful children. I haven't seen the third one yet in person. Me neither. Because um, it's within the womb at this <laughs> point. But the first two are are great. It's pretty easy, honestly, for me. Mm-hmm. Until they come out. Right. Like, <laughs> That is the breaking point where things get difficult when you have to feed them. And yeah, no. So I'm like, I'm good with it. Like, 
I'm good with it. And then they come and it gets a little more difficult. I'm mm-hmm. going to be honest. When they're breathing and stuff <laughs> in, yeah, the, in the real yeah. world. Yeah. So that changes things. So wild. Mm-hmm. I, dude, I honestly, for real though, I admire the fatherhood. Cause okay. What, how old were you when you, when your first child came into this world? I was 19 years old. Oh my goodness. Yep. Dude, I was a wreck. I'm still a wreck. I can't can't imagine being a dad right now. I was 19 years old, and then a month after Avi was born, my dad, like, suddenly passed away. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of was, like, a big shift for me. Right. And so at that point, I was just like, okay, I'm 19 years old. I have a new daughter, and my dad just died. Yeah. And so what am I going to do? And so at that point, I decided to go back to college because I had my associate's degree. And so I decided to go back to college. And it was funny because the college I went to is actually, it was Bryan College, which was the name of my dad. Right. So I was like, uh, gosh, meant to be. That's so, so crazy. I, I worked full time and went to school at night for two years and I finished my degree. Jeez, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't mean to. You know, I, I like getting serious sometimes, though, but, like, how is... You posted about your dad recently, and how many years has it been since he passed away? Um, January 26th was five years. Gosh. So a little over five years now. So, I mean, I don't know. When that day comes around, like, what does that day look like for you now? Now, I kind of just hope that the day falls on a weekday. Right. Just so I can kind of busy myself because after it first happened, I mean, I mean, just a little bit of history. Like it was just like a regular Sunday and it was 2014. So I called my parents just to be like, hey, what's up? And so my mom was crying when I, she answered the phone. Mm-hmm. My mom cries a lot. So I was like, ah, I'm sure it's nothing. She's a sweetie. Yeah. So <laughs> I called my grandma and she was just like. I don't know what's going on. So then I'm like kind of freaking out. I'm like, okay, what what is the deal? Cause I'm like 10 hours away. And so when I, when I get a hold of somebody, they're like, your dad just died. Oh, and I was my like, gosh. what? <laughs> like, Oh, you man. can't be serious. Like there, like there was no, like some people get sick for, or you kind of expect something, but nothing. It was like, it was like that. So I think within like two hours, we were like leaving and we were like dirt freaking poor, like dirt poor. Yeah. And so we got like, we got some help from our church. So I just left. I was just like, I don't care about my apartment. I don't care about my job. Like I just left and I ended up staying in Arkansas for a month. Just t- trying to help take care of things. And you guys, you guys weren't quite married yet, right? Oh, you were married. Mm-hmm. Oh yep. my gosh. We've been married eleven oh. months. So within the first year that happens, that's, cr- dude, I I cannot imagine. Yeah. So after that happened, and like I had to like step back into reality and go back to work, I was like I had like this anxiety about answering the phone. Yeah. So like. Because I was like, last time I answered a phone, you know, I got this horrible, like, life-shattering news. 
And so I like I would get like so I, I developed a lot of health issues afterwards. Um, like my health tanked. I ended up losing like eighty pounds. I got down to like one forty. Eighty pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Wow. Um You look great now. You look beautiful right now. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, so the health tanked and I got down to like one forty. So I got <laughs> I got hooked up with this doctor. <laughs> quote and unquote doctor. Yeah, quote unquote doctor. And he was like, Oh yeah, it's it's definitely not any th- any of your organs. It's uh you got this obscure issue. I was like, Okay, I trust you, Doc. And so six months that goes on, I'm like, I don't think it's that, Doc and he's like, Nonsense, just keep coming back. Forty five bucks a pop. Yeah, keep paying us. Yeah. And so I looked into some other options and I found out that my gallbladder was like functioning at like six percent. Oh like, my gosh. Yeah. So this doctor was like, Oh, it's not your gallbladder, you're fine, boy. I was like, Who is this man? <laughs> I won't I won't name him, but um His name's probably like Bill or something. It's <laughs> close. Billy. <laughs> it's Billy. But um no, so I got that taken care of and it, but still like it had gotten so bad that the recovery process was you know, a couple of years. Yeah. So it was like a slow build up, but yeah, it was pretty scary. Like to have your dad die and then your health like immediately tank was pretty pretty crazy year. Wow. So like I mean it's actually pretty crazy because so the very first guest I had on my podcast, Zach, and you've listened to the podcast a couple of times. His his dad passed away as well mm-hmm. um, in a tragic accident, and I was actually there with him the night that he got the news. Oh my god! It was an, an insane night. Um, I think I was like the first or second person to to see him after it happened. Like, and we just had this like big like basically like crying circle for hours. And then we told stories and stuff, but like, to I don't know. It's just wild to imagine like you lost so much health at that time. But like, what? I don't know. I don't even know how to ask. But like, what? How did you climb out of that? Because you seem so good now. You have such a beautiful family, awesome like house, and you you seem so happy. You're healthy looking. You're talented. You're doing great things with your business. How'd you climb out of that? Hmm. Other than time. I mean, and maybe that's just the answer. I don't know. Well, like I decided pretty immediately after my dad died that I was going to go back to college. I guess I just, I kind of realized, because my dad was super, he was a very accomplished man. He had a, you know, a very, uh, a very successful career with the FDIC he had, you know, published books. He was just very, you know, in all the ways that you would consider somebody successful. He was uh, he was successful. And so I guess I just had the epiphany one day after it happened, you know, after the initial grieving. It's like you can either let this moment, this thing that happened to you, be an excuse for you the rest of your life. Or you can let it propel you to the next level and like aim your trajectory, you know, put your trajectory towards greatness. And so I decided that I was going to let that thing that happened, that horrible thing, 
be what motivated me to to step it up. And wow. so that's when I went back to college. That's when I first started dabbling in the business. Because this, this isn't my first business. Mm-hmm. The first one was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's just really... You just, it all comes down to just making the decision of, are you going to be a victim or are you going to be an overcomer? And so I wasn't interested in being a victim of circumstance. Man, dude, that's so cool. I feel like that's going to be so encouraging for so many people. Um, (laughs) I hope so. Cause it was like, it's tough because, and one thing, it was something my dad actually told me that kind of helped me keep going because he was just, somebody had unfortunately taken their life at a young age and he was just talking to me about it one time and he was just like, what you've got to realize is that the pain you feel now, like it's, it's going to pass. Like life is going to change. Life is always changing and you're not going to feel this way forever. And don't make a permanent decision based off of a temporary feeling. Because you're going to feel sad if something like your dad dying happens. But, you know, your life's going to move on. Yeah. And that's what they would want. Like, you know, they would want you not using their death as a, a prop for you to feel sorry for yourself for the rest of your life. But to use it as motivation to, you know do things that you think would make them proud yeah i can tell those words have like stuck with you (laughs) that your dad told you yeah so it was pretty impactful yeah man that's uh that's crazy man that uh honestly that like i don't know that makes me appreciate my dad you know that's that's crazy your dad's awesome he's a good man mr mike mr mike (laughs) that's so cool um so you guys, there was like a family reunion, mm-hmm. and I wasn't able to go. I think I was on tour. Yeah, you turd. I'm a turd. Just traveling around playing some. We loud. all talked about you. It's fine. Just talked negative about me. <laughs> that guy's in a metal band these days. <laughs> Dude, grandpa calls it acid rock. Whenever I go to Battle Creek, Nebraska, to talk to my grandpa, he's like, "You still playing acid rock?" I'm like, heck yeah, Gramps. Because I did I ever tell you like Grandpa pretty much taught me guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, so basically, I got interested in guitar when I was like eight, eight or nine, and he uh, he said if you can learn to play and sing one song all the way through, I'll buy you your first guitar. Dang. Yeah. So I learned how to play this song called One Day at a Time. It's like three or four chords. That Good D choice. chord was always a struggle for oh, me. Oh yeah, those three fingers. Yeah, you gotta bounce that with those fingers all the way down. But um. He bought me my first guitar, and uh, we started playing shows in nursing homes together. Oh. And, um, and so, we, yeah, he, like, I learned music through playing country music and Johnny Cash stuff. I did the same. Yeah. I, I really do appreciate it, and I love that my roots are there. Yeah. Um, so sometimes I almost feel guilty, like, when family talks to me about, like, the music I'm playing. It's like, I'm playing this really aggressive music. That- <laughs> <laughs> And I get that not a lot of people understand it, but um, actually, so this last year, Grandpa sent me this email, and he was like, hey, Zach, I just want you to know I've been thinking about it a lot, and I understand, like, I finally understand why you're doing what you're doing. Like, there's people 
in the ce- in the scene of music that you're playing that need to hear like right. Jesus and positivity. Mm-hmm. And that email like blew my mind. Yeah. Cuz for so long he just like and I understand like he's he's in his he's so old now like Yeah. It's like how could you understand metal music, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's weird. Like it's still weird to me sometimes. Yeah. Um but to get that email of like approval from him was, it was huge. It was so huge. Mm-hmm. It was just wild to me. And I don't really like do anything to like seek a person's approval, but yeah. The man who like originally said, "Here's how you play a G chord." It's good to hear his approval. Yeah. That's so cool that you say that cuz like I you know, he was such a major influence on me learning to play guitar. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, that's like, so cool. Because my grandma my grandma Patty, mm. um, she was learning guitar. We were learning together. So I had a $100 three-quarter size Fender acoustic. <laughs> yes. And my grandma had it, I don't know, some kind of guitar. Mm-hmm. So we are doing songs like old Tom Dooley and yeah, all that dude. garbage. <laughs> and so, Did you ever play any Johnny Cash together? Yes. Yeah. Like Walk the Line. Mm. That was advanced, though. Like, oh, yeah. I use that finger picking. <laughs> but like she was always like being fed stuff by uh by Uncle Dale. Yeah. And he was like sending her stuff and encouraging us. So and then cool. when we went up there of course we did, you know, he had kind of had his finger on the pulse of us learning the guitar. And so um you know, when we went up there that one time when we did that recording, it like it made me so happy because that was the first time I did anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, I'm part of this band. These guys are all <laughs> better than me, but I'm playing with them. And we were so bad. We all, yeah. It was a monumental moment for both of us, though. Yeah, you and me were like the the green boys, just like we barely knew how to play guitar. Yeah, man. And all these guys like That's around, crazy. like Dylan and Josh and... And Uncle Dale, they was like the veterans. Yeah, vets, the pros, pros. But now we're both like in bands, like trying to make it happen. Yeah, we've both come a long way. Yeah, it's um, really cool that we've both stuck with it. Yeah, because um, it's a hard thing to do nowadays. Like, what's important for me, like, because w- I would be honest, when you first did the the metal thing, I was like, ew, <laughs> that's disgusting. Yep, but like. You got to understand that, especially with music, like music is a language that just transcends culture and and it's everything. It, it just speaks to people where they're at. And so just having different types of music, people in different stages of their walk with with Jesus, it's just like you just there's there's got to be something to meet people where they're at. Mm-hmm. And there needs to be, you know different steps and i you know i'm not the one to say where those steps are what order those steps are in but like just the fact that there's something for everybody is so important yeah and uh you know i just i think it's really cool yeah so like in starting this new band like it's obviously like done really well for having one freaking song out like (laughs) what's like do you I guess do you know like what is your intention and like your plan or goals like what do you want to what do you want to do with it so like with my church background particularly like a few weeks ago was the first time I've ever been in a Sunday church yeah like, we yeah no ever joke. yep that's we, cool we got asked to lead at a Sunday Baptist church 
And so we took it and we <laughs> did it and it was a blast. And we've, we've had a couple of other things since then. But like since just starting this out, like the whole mission is to just essentially our mission is, you know, because we've seen so much division in the church and like just the splitting of hairs of like, you have to say this word or it just like all this stuff. And what it really comes down to is like, you know, do you believe that Jesus is your savior and, and died for your sins? And like, yeah, you know, you, you, you can split hairs and doctrine and everything, but it's like what it comes down to is that I think it's just right. like, Jesus Mm -hmm. like that's (laughs) like we I of course I have my personal beliefs as everybody does but it's like I'm not trying to create a platform where I can like try to get and make like clones of what I believe I what I want to see happen is I want essentially to say okay this is what Jesus has done in my life and he can he can transform your life and I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know what's, how long it's going to take, what steps are going to be involved. But I want to help cultivate that, pro- that process. And I want to essentially bridge, bridge these gaps that we've created. I mean, there's so many different denominations oh my and, gosh, and split-offs. Yeah. It's ridiculous. A lot of division, which Jesus spoke so directly about. <laughs> not liking division (laughs) yeah so it's like yeah i mean because i've literally i've i've heard people split over the stupidest things and it's just like this is not what it's about yeah like and so music is such a unique way to express and so when we write music or new songs the idea is to cultivate essentially cultivate a like just a presence of worship Mm-hmm. And just the ability to connect and not, not, you know, no kind of specific agenda other than just connect with your creator. Yeah. And so that's like, if I could summarize the whole mission, it would be bridging gaps and just uniting, uh, focusing on what unites us and not what differentiates us. Yeah. I love that, man. Um, and to be honest, like, so in college, like, I played in every single like worship team that I could ever get on and I got so burnt out from like the like cool guy worship culture of just mm-hmm. like trying to be a cool guitar guy on stage like and to be honest it's like really refreshing to hear your guys's music be something like it's like so worshipful but like still unique. I like that you guys are so like you have one song out, but it's so dynamic, but it's still like, do you, do you guys even have a drummer? You guys don't <laughs> even really have drums, right? Like I said, really new. Um, so I'm, I like, I've been slowly building the team since like the conception of everything a few months ago, but it's been so awesome. Like we, um, we have just been blessed and, and so highly favored it seems because like I mean, we, we've just had opportunities like churches asking us and, or, you know, opportunities opening up. Right. And so we just take them because, you know, we don't want to squander any opportunity. Um, 
But I think it's so cool that these things are opening up so quickly to us and like the Spotify playlist thing happened. That's huge. Which it is That's I like mean, everything right now. I, Spotify I like, playlist. I crapped my pants when I yeah, saw Yeah, your pants that were completely filled like that, that nuclear diaper we saw <laughs> earlier in this episode. But like <laughs> it just it was incredible because I was just like, This is so cool. Like somebody on a Spotify a Spotify curator listened to this gave it the time of day and said i want this on the playlist and it's it a major like playlist too hundred and yeah it has like eighty two thousand followers and so they do uh, like a roughly 120 songs every every week and so it was just really good and really cool it was heard in like almost 40 different countries just like <laughs> to see because you can see all the stats and everything yeah, it's and that's wild. just it was just I was like obsessively checking it. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's exciting. Like when you put new music out, cause you just you want you put so much time and effort into it. You you want so badly for people to hear it. Um, and uh, I guess the thing that I love about the new the first song, the new song is like it's so dynamic with still having like minimal instrumentation. Yeah. So it's like you definitely trying to use like like minimal minimal instrumentation and such but like really get the most bang for your buck yeah, so baby. like you know we've got like three instruments but it sounds really full yeah it sounds nice and big and it's just really like because really all it comes down to is just control of dynamics Mm-hmm. Like it's like when those I don't know if you've played those songs in church like the ones that have four chords that just repeat for oh, five. I've played minutes. those songs, baby. Yeah, and you're just like, <laughs> I'm gonna play this one this way, and then I'm gonna change my chord shape, and yeah. then I'm gonna play louder here. I'm gonna throw in some triplets there, and just like working with what you've got because at the end of the day, all you can really control is the dynamics, and of course how well you perform it, right. but. Like, dynamics are huge, and I am a huge proponent of more is less. Yeah. Less, less is more. Is there we go. Minimalism. It's the... <laughs> Musical the, minimalism, it's baby. orange juice, man. I think it's some of this adult orange juice has some sort of effect on you. You have your eyes closed a lot. Really? Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's kind of really romantic. So I feel like you're kind of, like, sleeping while talking. <laughs> it's a dream. And your hair looks beautiful right now. Thank you. One thing I uh, I do want to point out because I've talked about this in the podcast is kind of the kind of the size of my forehead and how it's growing over time. It's not my hair receding; it's my forehead growing. It makes sense. I'm always growing; I'm never receding. So it's my forehead growing into my hairline. It's a positive length. But you have this such this beautiful uh, slice of hairline, and I've always been jealous because you have these these really nice sideburns and then this lightning bolt of hairline. And your wife must adore that. Do you adore that? I, I absolutely She has confirmed that she absolutely does adore that. What a hot man. <laughs> Beautiful man bun. And uh, seeing your hair does make me jealous because I just cut all mine off. And you're looking good. You have your ears pierced, though, because you're kind of more acid rock than I am. <laughs> you got your ears pierced. Uncle Dale and playing that acid rock. At least you like his ear pierced. Absolutely. Yeah? Any nibbling going on there? Or? Okay, we got a no here. And <laughs> okay, so if we have clean ears, there's some sort of nibbling maybe happening, uh, which could lead to this uh, this child debacle, <laughs> this three child situation. I still like. I want more research on that. On the nibbling? <laughs> no, no, the child thing. Right, you don't know how that's happening still. Well, like 
there's been a dangerous topic brought up in our house. Okay. It's the big the big V word. The big V word? Mm-hmm. Is that Virginia? That was a vasectomy. Oh, I always get those two mixed up. I can see why. <laughs> I don't have a lot of knowledge. So you're thinking possible vasectomy. Well, so somebody is, not me. Oh, <laughs> so there's someone in this house. There's a cat here. There's a few children's toys. And then your wife in the room. So I'm thinking one of those, one of those is, three is, considering is pushing for the, the big V. That big snip. Mm-hmm. It's scary though. Yeah, because do they do just kind of like a like a garden chop? <laughs> just just kind of get rid of the whole. For bag? all I know, they just like chop you off. Yeah, like and they kind of cauterize the wound. <laughs> Start a flame up in there. That's wild. Just got like a mound of. Because you get to keep kind of the, kind of the like shopping bag, but they kind of just cut off the source. Is that how it works? So, from what I understand, and I'm no expert, mind you. Okay. But they just, I think they snip the tube and then, like, burn it. Are the, okay, the tubes are called, is it the vas deferens? Is that what they're called? I have no idea. There's some weird stuff in there. I don't know. Like, I don't want to learn about it because I feel like the more I learn about it, the more, like, susceptible I am to getting one. Right. So if I remain okay, ignorant, well, isn't there a way now where like you can undo it? Yeah, but like I've heard horror stories from my uncles. You got some crazy uncles. Like smoke, they were like looking down and smoke was coming up from their crotch and crotch smoke, <laughs> crotch smoke. Oh my! I think that might have to be the title of this episode. Crotch smoke. <laughs> 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 yep, that's what I'm titling this episode. So you're afraid of a little bit of crotch smoke <laughs> and the the possibility that it might not be undone. Um I just honestly You got it's <sighs> like I don't want like I I don't want I don't want to be cut open down there. The, yeah, like they, they kind of have to like rip the bag open and get into the the groceries. They're they're, they're getting a butcher knife, they're slicing your sack Really? Open, and they're just you don't know what they're doing. You can't see. Wow. Do they put 3D glasses on you? So you kind of get disoriented? <laughs> I think they just drug you. Okay. So there's some sort of drugs involved, some snippage, maybe a knife. That sounds really scary. Yeah. Like your spread eagle, your pants are off, your undies are off. Oh, man. That's erotic. So like <laughs> when you guys are... When you guys are, you first got married, you kind of got pregnant instantly, right? Was Inst- it first night kind of thing? Instapreg. Instapreg. And there was no protection involved here? I mean, I don't I blame you. I still don't know what's happening there. Like, we, if I don't know you now. You seem very out of the loop with this pregnancy thing. And you've had three chances. So, it was like three months after we got married. Okay. You had three months. Okay. Yeah. Plus nine for the development of the first so i was homeschooled so homeschool doesn't (laughs) offer like sex ed really you just i was still thought the stork brought those guys okay so like i was like i don't know stork here i'm still thinking i'm still thinking it's kind of the intercourse thing maybe Uh, not a bird of sorts i I mean we'll agree to i think you'll figure it out on four or five (laughs) at some point i think you're a factor in this (laughs) that's crazy though um so have you guys, earlier in your marriage, did you ever talk about like, this is the amount of children I maybe want to have? 
Or was it always just like, let's wing this thing and see how many we can. We got a lot of years. Let's just push them out. Like, I feel like our plan was just like, we didn't really have a plan. That's fine. Like, we have an issue with being like reactionary to life. This is one of the things I'm trying to overcome in my life because I feel like. My whole life is just reacting to what's happening to me <laughs> and not just, I just feel like I'm like, if, if I could be like a gif, like I would just be like a guy like getting punched in the face and then he stumbles around and another guy punches him in the face and he's in a constant cycle of getting punched in the face by what you would call life. Right, children. Children. Bills, work. Credit card debt. Yeah, there's a lot of punches. Bills. Mm. Emotional obligations. Yeah, you're there. Family. I the list goes on. <laughs> <laughs> so you just you're just getting kicked in the crotch and punched in mm. the face and Which could lead to crotch smoke at some point. <laughs> He's kicked really fast. Yeah, it's a fast like a Bruce Lee there's lightning a, kick. There's a lot of friction in those pants. <laughs> the shoe to pants ratio. There's a lot of friction there which could create crotch smoke. Yeah, so crotch smoke is actually one of my, I told you I'm a deeply afraid of time loops. Crotch That's smoke so is funny. a second, close second. I like, so Josh today in the car after the music video is like, Zach, what's your biggest fear? <laughs> I was like, I think it's like not achieving the goals that I set out to do with my career. And he's like, yeah, I'm afraid of time loops. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. No. I, do you want to know why I'm afraid of time loops? I, would, I think everyone would want to know why you're afraid of time loops. My dad was really into horror movies. Okay. And so he made me watch this movie with him called Triangle. And so the basic premise... Like the Bermuda? No, just Triangle. Okay, just a plain triangle. I think it did include the Bermuda. Tri- like, that was part of the thing. It's not just a simple polygon. It's more of a <laughs> Bermuda type of thing. <laughs> Just three sides, okay? Just three sides, points on, yeah. So, <laughs> now that we've defined what a triangle is, um, so, yeah, so the basic premise of the movie is this chick goes on the ship, and I think they go on the Bermuda Triangle, I don't mm, know. That sounds right. Yeah, and I've so. I've never seen it, but that makes sense. There's like, she keeps, she runs into this killer on the boat, and then, so there's like five or six different versions of her. But they're, they're like, one's like two hours, they're each like two hours separated. And so she runs into this killer and she finds out that it's her two hours in the future. Whoa. And so then at the end of the whole time loop, she decides to kill herself. And then you see there's like a pile of her bodies where she's done this like a hundred thousand times. And you're just like, oh my God. Whoa. So that tripped you out a bit. Oh my God. And have you ever run into any sort of like clones of yourself? I mean, I thought I did once, but that was just... That was a mirror? <laughs> Is that the bathroom? That yes. was when you moved into your new house. Yeah, so there were some mirrors here, and I've never actually... Seen a mirror? Used one of those. Right. So I mean, you were dirt uh, poor before. Uh, so you dirt probably poor. We couldn't afford mirror. mirrors. <laughs> couldn't afford mirrors. Yeah, that's usually just reflective glass. Yeah. So, so that's probably that's you. That's pretty, like, premium, though. Yeah. From what I understand. You guys are living large now. You got this big TV. That's neat. How was that? Uh, eighty-five inches. That is one hundred and twelve. That's one hundred and twelve inches. Uh, no, it's not. pure LED glory. <laughs> so you're afraid of time loops. That's a. I must say that's a really entertaining fear. Ooh, we should we should ask the audience what their biggest fears are. What do you think? Okay, if you guys um, 
because I try to ask a question every week to every to, to these beautiful viewers. Hi, viewers. Um, if you guys would like to, please tell me what your biggest fear is. Um, leave me a message on Anchor. If you go to anchor.fm and search the Help Me Out Here podcast, leave me a voice message of you telling me what your biggest fear is. I think that'd be interesting, and we'll follow up on it. If it's time loops, like, we should talk. <laughs> I'll leave Josh's number in the description. You Please guys can, don't. You guys can start your own support group. <laughs> no, it's it's a scary thing, though. Because it's like, you start getting, like, you get in that trail, and you're just, it's, it's, it's just like, you're just thinking, oh my gosh. what? A, because I had an experience one time where I thought I was in a time loop. No. And no joke, I kept, I was staying at my friend's house, <laughs> and so I kept waking up, and I would walk to my friend, and I'd say, he was in a bathrobe. <laughs> so I would walk over to him, I was like, dude, what time is it? And he would literally, he would do like this. 10.34, bro. And then I'd go lay down, I'd be like, oh, I'd sleep for a million years, and then I'd get up, and I'd walk around, and I'd be like, dude, what time is it? And he's like, it's 10.34, bro. Whoa. Was it a dream? No, dude, it was real life. Apparently, I was just getting up. I didn't. Do you sleep think it was daylight savings? Because <laughs> if it only happened twice, that's reasonable. No, dude, it happened like six times. Okay, so it might have been daylight savings, but you guys might have been on a plane traveling to different time zones. Yeah, so it actually we we're on we we're, we're at his house. <laughs> okay, no plane. <laughs> so yeah, so, might have been a time loop. Ah, uh, but we're still here. I don't know what time it is, though, so we could be... I hope that I get this episode oh out of time. Oh, my God, it's 10.34. This episode's due on Wednesday. <laughs> it might be Thursday already in a different world. No, Saturday. It's 11.03. Okay. what the so old Apple iPhone 10 says. The iPhone 10. We both have the iPhone 10. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to be here with you. I'm really excited that you got to be my second wonderful, beautiful guest. Um... I love that we had no plan for this podcast. Um, and so you're actually going to be, I can't talk too much about this, but this orange juice is kind of like opening me up to my soul. Uh, you're going to be one of my few like select freelance projects for the last few months because um, I'm, sl- I'm going to be kind of slowing down with that and moving on to this master plan that I have for my future that I, I can't. I've been hinting at it in my podcasts, and I won't let this orange juice fully influence me, but I have this master plan on like how I'm pursuing YouTube for the rest of the year. Okay. But uh, uh, anytime you want to do a music video, we'll make it happen. Even if you just pay me in like building me a table or something. Are you going to strap it to the top of uh, Carlos? It's Clark. Clark's. <laughs> my Ford, my 03 Ford Escort. Don't you <laughs> dare call him Carlos. I have nothing against the... Latina community, but his name's Clark. Dude, He's an elderly white man. That. Smell the inside of it. That smell. I mean, I have one. Oh, yours smells weird. <laughs> I know. Did you fart on it? No, I'm worried about it. I think it. this might be stuck in a time loop. It smells <laughs> aged. Wow, dude, that's old Does sneakers. Does not smell like a buffalo behind? That is. I haven't smelled too many of those, but that I think that's what it would smell like. Um, but thanks for letting me come over and like shoot a music video for you because you're very talented. I'm honored to have you in my fam. We're blood. Still don't fully know how we're related. 
<laughs> we should have we should have somebody email us about that. Well, isn't there like those family tree like uh, dot we'll coms? Just, we'll, we will look at the quilt. Is that Wait. what it's called? It's quilt.com? <laughs> no, no. There's That's a probably there's a literal quilt. It's a blanket. No. It's got everybody's picture on it. Who made it, though? We break it down, Oh, okay. Do here you want to come talk? Let's get a feature. Come here. Come here, Elise. We're getting this beautiful pregnant wife. How many months are we in? Like 13. Or 13? Because that's I think <laughs> that's more than yeah, usual. Like nine is the full. I haven't figured it out. I don't know much about this reproductive. Yeah, okay. So don't take <laughs> any sort of sex education from Josh here. All right, Elise. So where are we at with this family tree? Okay, so Josh's mom mm-hmm. okay. and your dad mm-hmm. are first cousins. Really? What does that mean? So, that means... family's so big. (laughs) It's hard to calculate. (laughs) So, Josh's mom's mom. Mm -hmm. So, Grandma Pat. Your your grandma. Yeah. Okay. And my grandma are sisters. Are sisters. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Yes. Okay. Mavis and Pat Mm -hmm. are sisters. So, Mavis is Deborah Huey's aunt. Oh, we're getting complex here. <laughs> Time loops. Dude, I, under- I understand the fear right now. So Mavis had Michael Mayfield. My, and that's my father. That is your father. Wonderful man. So that would Hello, make Mike. you guys like second cousins once removed, I think. We're second cousins. Would you like to come present the child of this podcast? <laughs> we got a wonderful child. We just got a beautiful... This is a family... We also have a dirty diaper that I'd like to love to feature in this episode. Here, take a seat. Is okay, is he in the shot? Yeah, I think he is. I feel like just... we've been recording for thirteen hours. <laughs> this is a time loop and basically... this is my favorite podcast. Do you need to say anything? <laughs> he is that grabbing that mic very hard. Do you see this dirty diaper I got for you? He tossed that <laughs> diaper. Okay. Anyway, Mike is my father, I think. Yeah. And your mom is is Deb? Deborah? Debbie? Yeah. yeah. What do we call her? What? Mom? Okay. (laughs) Okay, so your mom is mom. So we're second cousins? Yeah, I think so. I guess. Okay, cool. I don't even know how this works. So Josh here, I don't even know if I've said your name one time on this podcast. This is a trippy podcast. I think this whole podcast is a time loop. I think it is. I don't even know if we've started this podcast (laughs) yet. But... You're, <laughs> what if we weren't <laughs> recording? Oh. <laughs> anyway, we are second cousins, but I feel like you're more of a brother. You came and stayed with me in college one time before marriage. Yep. That was wild because we, uh, my roommate was out of the room at that point, and our bunks were right next to one another, so we slept very close. It's about as close <laughs> as we're sitting right now. We got thighs kind of like introducing each other to one another. Y'all here. been playing footsie the whole time. We have been playing footsie. I like to raise my feet a lot. <laughs> we have this beautiful, wonderful, pregnant woman here. Pregnant of, what is it, 13 months? <laughs> I guess so. We're going to have a full-grown child. <laughs> She's going to walk out with a beard. Like, I mean. <laughs> oh, so we got a beautiful full-grown child within this beautiful mother. Um, yeah, is there any uh, anything you'd like to like share with the audience before before we head out? Like lead people to your band and your creative stuff. Yeah, so um <laughs> <laughs> So right now, we're still like getting everything set up. But, like, Instagram is the main way to connect. So it's just uh, at United Gin 
worship. G E N Gen, like generation. Mm-hmm. Mm, beautiful. United Gen. And so you you know how YouTube like auto generates topics? All the time. So they did that with us. So people are actually starting to subscribe to this like rando auto generated like, oh, like dang no, it. no, don't do that. Save your subs for the real thing. <laughs> so yeah. So subscribe to do you have a United Generation channel on YouTube? Nah, bro. Forget about it. <laughs> Skip don't, that. Don't go do that. <laughs> go to uh, Spotify's. They have a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of songs on there. A, lo- a singular song. They do. You can find one song by United Generation on Spotify. And what's that playlist that it's on? It it's, actually it's, it's a really trippy name. It's like Christian Friday Municipal yeah, was, Airport. But it's it's off there because it it's like we're past that, bro. We're past that. Anyway, there's a oh you're not on that playlist anymore. Bro, it's a weekly playlist. I listened to it today. Jeez. I think they're putting you back in rotation. But anyway, it's United <laughs> Generation. Um, go follow their band on Spotify. Um, I did it. I've listened to the song a lot. We're shooting a music video tomorrow. We've got a beautiful pregnant woman here. I think I've said that 17 times. We've got a kitty over here in the corner. And uh, thank you so much for watching <laughs> probably what's going to be the weirdest episode of this podcast ever, but the I'm best. really excited about it. No it's idea what it sounds like. Be the best. We got these... Uh, these very cheap microphones that we're using. Yeah, these are televangelist mics. Uh, what it, tonor? T- uh, toner. It's similar to boner. It's more of a, it's more of a toner boner. And I'm sorry to any family members that are watching this that might. Yeah, be, we're uh, so sorry. Good thing this is the end of the podcast when everybody clicks out. But anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, please subscribe to my channel. I'm trying to go full time with YouTube this year. And uh, having a beautiful man, beautiful woman on this channel is really going to help me this year. Thank you, guys. I'll put you in the thumbnail to get some more views. And uh, thanks for watching. Subscribe, share a video with a friend. Do you guys have any last words to say about pregnancy, intercourse, or children making? Crotch smoke. Crotch smoke on the double. We love you. (laughs) See you later. (laughs)